Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29 says, Do you see a man skillful in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. Fellow Marketplace Christians, stop apologizing and start winning. Welcome to the Success Edge, the show that helps you take your walk as a Marketplace Christian to the next level. Here's your host, Christian entrepreneur, Tyler McCart. What's going on, Success Says listeners? Tyler McCart. Yep, I had to do it again. Um, I had to record another episode. Uh, this is actually the very last night uh, that I'll actually be in uh, Jerusalem and Israel. And uh, my dad and I have to wake up actually bright and early in the morning um, at 3 o'clock in the morning. Actually, we have to be on the bus at 3.15. All of our stuff has to be loaded by... 3.15 and we have to head off by 3.15. So yeah, man, it's going to be an early morning uh, for dad and I. And then we travel back. Uh, we fly through uh, Paris. We have about a two and a half, three hour layover in Paris. And then we go from there um, over to uh, Atlanta. So we supposedly are supposed to land in Atlanta at, uh, goodness, um, we should land in Atlanta at about six o'clock, um, you know, because six o'clock at, in the evening on Saturday. So, it'll be a lot of fun, guys. So, this is episode 150, uh, 149. I haven't exactly got 150 yet. Man, 150, uh, close to 150 episodes. Praise the Lord. So, I am actually sta- um, standing at the crossroads here in Jerusalem. There's King David's. Street, yeah, King David Street, <laughs> right here on King David Street, and I'm gonna see if I can pronounce this. Zez, I have no idea. I'm not even gonna try to pronounce that. <laughs> I'm not trying. Anyway, um, man, uh, wow. So what uh, what took place today? It's our last day, so obviously a very special day for us. Um, we actually got to uh, this morning, bright and early this morning, we actually went to the uh, garden tomb, got to walk into the garden tomb, um, and got to see the uh, Hill of the Skull, all right, or Golgotha. Uh, with, and, you know, again, all this is, you know, this could very well be the spot, this could very well be the place uh, where it's at that... Uh, you know, things took place, um, you know, <laughs> I remember, I mean, this, this morning, I mean, the Hill of Skull didn't really impact me, but, you know, we actually got to go into, um, you know, again, what is presumably the, and I keep saying that word, I don't know if I'm saying that word right, uh, possibly the place where Jesus was buried um, or was laid in the tomb, and uh, just learned a lot about the whole thing, but, you know, one thing I can tell you is, um, we got in the tomb and he wasn't in there. <laughs> he wasn't in there, baby. Uh, and man, it was just a, you know, very, uh, I don't know, man, the Holy Spirit was just really thick, uh, in that place, uh, this morning. I mean, I, I just was excited. I was happy. I was, you know, overjoyed, um, that, uh, you know, he, he's not in there and we have victory, uh, over everything, uh, that this world has, uh, that wants to come against us. And because of that, um, 
you know, we, I just was just overjoyed with a sense of, um, you know, victory and, uh, you know, just, you know, everything that our life, you know, my life so far has been made up of, you know, just, you know, seeking God and seeking God's victory and everything like that. And, you know, today, um, something really, you know, just hit me, um, at the breakfast table this morning and I'm walking through this really, uh, beautiful park. This thing is called the Liberty Bell Park. Uh, I'm lit, you know, right in front of me, um, there's a park that, um, I think the city of Philadelphia, um, created a replica of, um, the, uh, the Liberty Bell actually in Philadelphia. And, um, they called it, uh, donated to, to Jerusalem. And this is called the Liberty uh, Bell Park here. It's just this beautiful little area <clears throat> where I'm at. Um, I don't know if I can hear the leaves, <laughs> Uh, under my feet. But uh, anyway, you know, uh, going back to breakfast this morning and, you know, I, again, I don't think this is going to be a very long episode here, but I just, you know, want to point out something guys that um, has become more and more truer and truer in my life. Um, And um, just, just in a sense of being able to, wow, this is really cool. Hey, buddy. Philadelphia. This is definitely a exact replica of the Liberty Bell. This is really cool, guys. It's got the crack, everything in it, almost. Yeah. Wow, that's, that's really neat. Um, anyway, <clears throat> so something that has uh, it just really hit me this morning. So if you and you know, again, I am going to be pro you coming to Israel. Okay, um, it, this is just, you know, I can't help but sit there and just, this has renewed my fire for telling anybody or encouraging anybody, if you have the opportunity to go to Israel, go. I, I mean, I'm walking, it's, it's about 5.30, you know, in the, after, in the evening. I mean, it's dark out and I'm walking uh, t- down this park and I'm in the middle of Jerusalem. And I'm telling you that it's, it's as safe as safe can be. I mean, don't believe any of the hype or any of the things that you might see or the sensationalism that the news might want to portray at you. I remember literally right before we went on this trip, um, I think it was maybe about four or five days before we went on this trip, <clears throat> there were missiles that were fired over into, you know, some area into Israel and uh, missiles, okay? <laughs> And, you know, I mean, I had people, you know, sending me messages and, you know, uh, texting me things, you know, showing me this, whatever. And I was just like, dude, I, I, I refuse to sit there and allow the negative things of this world to control me. If God did not want me to go to Israel, he would definitely tell me. How about that? Uh, I don't, I don't sit there and watch the news. I hardly ever see the news. Um, so... I decided to, I didn't even read the article, okay? I don't even know what I'm telling you is, uh, I know it was a couple of missiles or whatever it was, but I mean, I know that there was people that, you know, sent me stuff. I mean, even well many people that actually went on the trip. I went to Israel uh, a little while back. And I mean, I'm like, you know, anyway, that's not the whole reason why I'm saying this. It's safe, man. I'm telling you, it, it's, 
It's not what the media. Don't ever let fear control you. Get in tune with the Holy Spirit. Allow Him to lead you. And, you know, He's going to guide you in exactly everywhere you need to be. Um, anyway, so I'm going to get back to... Well, I'm finally going to get back to the, the whole entire aspect of, um, you know, what I've talked talking about this morning. So this morning, um, I'm sitting there and we're at breakfast... And this one young lady, you know, she's 86 years old. Cool story. Um, you know, she she's a widow. She's been a widow for many, many years. And one of her friends um, had recently passed away. And her friend, instead of giving her money, all right, for an inheritance, you know, because that's what a, she, her friend wanted to do. Instead of giving her that because she knew that the friend would probably sit there and, or she knew that... Um, the lady will call her uh, Miss Joan. Miss Joan would probably take the money and give it away to somebody because <laughs> that's just kind of the person she is. But, but what Miss Joan did, or actually what the lady did for Miss Joan, because she knew she would give the money away, the lady said, "You know what? Instead, I'm buying you a trip to Israel." <laughs> I mean, isn't that really awesome? Uh, that she's she bought this she bought Miss Joan a. A trip to Israel, so that Miss Joan, at 86 years young, uh, she's originally from Great Britain, got married um, to a, a guy in Chicago uh, during the whole entire World War II type thing. And anyway, just an awesome story, sweet, sweet lady, um, you know. And she got to sit here and experience, you know, Israel firsthand. Uh, but we're sitting there talking, and she she got to talking about how that, you know, you know. She's got this thing going on with her her children and her her son doesn't really, you know, think her son thinks that she's just really weird or bizarre, you know, about, you know, her faith and that, you know, whenever, you know, you get done with, you know, church on Sunday Sunday morning that, that you don't sit there and bring up Jesus or anything like that anymore during the week. And man, I just went off. <laughs> I mean, I just, I just totally went off that, um, you know, about that. I was just like, man, that, that is totally, you know, Miss Joan, that I, I just had to, you know, go into this whole entire thing about what I've just experienced with this whole trip. Uh, one of the things that's really hit me, I remember the first place I saw this. So in Jerusalem, in Jerusalem, and really in a lot of other places um, outside of Jerusalem that are definitely under the Jewish um you know, uh, dominion, you'll find these areas or these, these places that literally has, and I'm, I'm going to try to describe it really well, but it's almost like a, a slat or a slot. Okay. This got like a, a little flame on the front of it. And I, and I've taken it on my Snapchat, uh, but a flame on the front of it. And then and every single one of them, there's this little, um, inside there, there's this little scroll that's been rolled up and placed inside the actual slot, all right? And I want to read you guys what is actually that these uh, Jewish people actually have in uh, that little slot right here. So I push pause on my walk, and here it is. Okay, so it's in Deuteronomy six, eight, and nine. All right. It's actually verse nine, what they have in the little scroll, but I'm just going to read eight and nine. 
Um, this is talking about, you know, you should, you shall write, you should bind them as a sign on your hand and you shall, uh, and shall be as a frontal on your forehead. And here's where the verse nine is. You shall write them on the doorpost of your house and on your gates. And I remember the first place I saw this. Well, I mean, I saw it outside of my door, actually in my hotel when we got to Jerusalem. And I, I, I just was like, man, what is this? Is this like some kind of, I didn't know what it was. And then all of a sudden I, we went to the Wailing, or excuse me, the Western Wall. And as I'm sitting there in the Western Wall, we're getting ready to walk out of the Western Wall. And my guide is standing exactly where the exit is and beside it is this, I mean, it's got to be at least, you know, 18 inches wide, um, three feet tall on this wall. And it looks exactly, it's just a larger, you know, thing than what's on my door in my hotel. And then all of a sudden I started noticing them like all over the place. (laughs) I mean, I'm talking like all over these different places that were, you know, predominantly a Jewish area. And what, what spoke to me about this is in, in a greater sense that I'm actually standing here in Jerusalem right now talking to you guys, that something that I know that I've seen in my own life, all right, and now it's just going to become more and more amplified, but what I see in other people's lives that are definitely, you know, that that have the favor of God on, that definitely see success, that see, you know, success God's way, that has victory every day in their, in their walk, is that, this is what it is, here, here it is, right here. Everything they do is centered around their Heavenly Father. <laughs> can, can I just say that? I mean, like right now today, to, I mean, actually it's 3 o'clock today, Shabbat. I believe I'm saying that correct. Shabbat or Shabbat. I can't remember how it's, but the Sabbath takes place right now in pretty much all of Jerusalem. I mean, there are very, very few cars on the road. I mean, if I were to walk out here towards the road right now, um, there are very, very few cars actually going down the street uh, as I speak right now. Unlike, you know, yesterday and the day before, where there were tons of cars all over the place. But I mean, it's, it's just like this, um, this whole entire thing of a, where the, the, their, their belief, their way of life, their, their culture is wrapped up into their heavenly father so much that it is just part of who they are. It's who they, it's, it's their DNA. I mean, I, I can't, I can't get away from this. That how much that I know that I, you know, can step up my game even more. And I'm not sitting there saying that I'm going to go and ram a Bible down somebody's throat. All right. Can I just say that? I don't feel like doing that. I I believe in a lifestyle evangelism so much so that people just see. Because I believe that they can see the favor of God on my life. They can see the anointing on my life. And I believe they can do that with you, success as, you know, listener, if you begin to immerse yourself 
into, okay, hey, on a day-to-day basis, on an everyday moment-by-moment basis, you know, um, you might be doing something, but you know what? You might take a little break and you know, say, hey, Lord, how you doing? <laughs> you know, why not? Where that, you know, you decide that, you know, I'm going to start my day where that I'm actually going to spend some time with my Heavenly Father, get in His Word, meditate on His Word, all right, and listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit. And, hey, by the way, you know, hey, here's another thought. This is a good thought, by the way, that, you know, if I'm going to do something, if I'm going to do something, I'm going to acknowledge the Lord. You know, it's just, it's just like, you know, Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 and 6, it says, you know, trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not upon your own understanding, but in all your ways, all, all means all, last time I checked, you'll acknowledge him and he's going to make your path straight. And, you know, SEC, there is no shame with living your life fully immersed where that your life basically is all day, every day, 24 hours, seven days a week, 365 days a year wrapped up in your Heavenly Father and your Lord Jesus Christ. percent, 100%. 100%. Where that you're a marked person, a marked man, a marked woman. They know who you are. I mean, it's basically, you know, they can pick out a Jew. Trust me, a Jewish person, you can probably pick them up fairly well. Just kind of their manners and how they kind of eat. You know, I mean, <laughs> how they dress. Um, and I... I just have to say that just being in this culture, this, you know, this, this way of life here for, you know, here in Jerusalem has just awoken me so much more to, you know, I want to be 24 hours a day, seven days a week turned on for the Lord. Yep. And I hope you do too, because you know what? Um, you, you are only going to live the true life that you are called to live, that you are called to be when you actually fully emerge yourself and stop playing hanky panky and, you know, sitting there thinking, you know, okay, well, I, I did my do my duty right here by going to church on Sunday morning. And, you know, now it's time to flip on the you know TV and go watch Sunday, Sunday afternoon football. <laughs> I'm not saying anything's wrong with that, but what I'm saying is, is that, you know what? Whenever you have to do start to do that business deal, or when you have to go in and you know talk to your boss about something, you know how about actually acknowledging the Lord, you know, and asking Him to bless what you're getting ready to do, or or you know asking for wisdom or whatever you need at that moment. Favor if you need favor, call on the favor. Say favor the Lord or surrounds me. It causes rules, regulations, policies, situations, people's attitudes change. Uh, to change in my favor, even my own mistakes change in my favor. Once you believe that, once you speak that out of your mouth, you know, if, I mean, I'm just fired up, man. I mean, I really am fired up. This whole entire Jerusalem thing and this whole entire way of life and this whole entire, you know, Israel trip just really got me fired up. I know I got cut off actually in my last episode, episode 148. You know, I got, actually got a phone call. Um, speaking of which, I probably need to um, shut this thing off. Okay, got it. Um, but the other thing I wanted to... Um, the last one I wanted to point out, okay, and this, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna wrap up with this. Um, the, the the other thing that has truly, truly, and I'm so grateful that God ordered my steps so I could actually be on this trip 
with Pastor Jensen Franklin um, because what is done for me is I loved Israel, but today um, Mr. McCart's uh, love for Israel has gone way up. I mean, I'm talking.